Papua New Guinea's Chamber of Commerce is estimating the cost of the recent riots on businesses in the capital will come in at around the 1 billion kina mark. Investigations into the cause of the unrest are ongoing, but so too are political ructions in the wake of the lawlessness. Our PNG correspondent Scott Waide spoke with Koroi Hawkins about the current state of affairs. Yeah, recovery is obviously going to be, take a while and uh, business leaders and the chambers of commerce have come with a figure of at least 1 billion kina uh, as the cost of losses. The progress of getting the shops up and running again will take probably a year, a whole year, two years at least to get the buildings up again where they were. Uh, bigger businesses like uh, City Pharmacy Group, the City Pharmacy Group has said that they will keep their workers on, on a payroll, at least for in, in the interim, keep them employed. And that's going to be a huge cost for them. Uh, and they are, you know, they've expressed, uh, Semahesh Patel has expressed that uh, we are willing to continue and resume business and come back with a bang, but we need government guarantees that our businesses will be safe and our workers' job security will be safe. On the investigation side, have anything started? Have you seen anything starting to crop up, both on the cause or even the the unrest itself? Yeah, there's been a team put in place by the Chief Secretary, a five-man team, and their investigation, I believe, is ongoing. The Assistant Commissioner for Police for NCD Central, Anthony Wagambi, was suspended last week. Uh, a lot of people weren't happy with that decision because he was, uh, I guess, one of the few people who was on the scene trying to contain the situation, trying to encourage his men and women to go back to work, and he's been penalized for it. The Secretaries for Finance, Treasury, Personnel Management, the Police uh, Commissioner for Police have all been suspended for 14 days uh, the within the government ranks itself, the prime minister's promised a recovery package, at least 50% of the costs uh, as compensation from the government to the businesses. I, I don't know how, how soon that will happen. In, in parliament, there's been a, a lot of movement. Please uh, update us on where, how things sit at the moment. Yeah, so there's been a lot of talk about movements and there's been a lot of maneuvering behind the scenes on the corridors of parliament and outside of it. Uh, six MPs have resigned in the last two weeks. Uh, the, the Papuan bloc, especially led by uh, Keith Duhu and Sepukatemu, have resigned from government ranks. Uh, the last one that uh, resigned from government ranks was Belden Nama. Uh, So Belden has expressed that he's dissatisfied with the government and with the prime minister's leadership, and he's he's moved on uh, and moved to opposition ranks. Uh, There's also a lot of talk on WhatsApp groups that have been set up for what they call the Eastern Bloc, the Eastern Highlanders, the Chimbus, uh, the Lower Highlands Bloc. the Lower Highlands block, especially the Eastern Highlands, is an important province because uh, it, it has eight, uh, it has nine members of parliament, uh, second only to Morobe province. Morobe has 10, including the governor. Uh, Eastern Highlands has uh, nine, including the governor. So whenever there's an election, those two provinces, uh, they're, they're always the intention from political forces to either gather them together or destabilize. So with the Eastern Bloc talking, I, I don't know how far that will go in terms of 
uh, mustering the numbers and uh, going towards a vote of no confidence. But uh, there, there's this, you know, talk that's going on behind the scenes. Uh, the prime minister is confident that he will retain his seat. A lot of people are saying, yeah, but, you know, we want to see tangible changes. We want to see uh, actual uh, improvements happening in the economy, in, in, in the you know, social services and all that. Uh, in the in in the business sector, uh, and and a lot of people feel that he's being supported within government ranks. There's not enough, you know, people talking about his removal. That, that's the general sentiment that many people have expressed. Mm, and and that's important coming up to uh, the end of the 18-month grace period. But also with the numbers, the, the James Morapi still has a large majority in government, doesn't he? Even with all of these these minor movements. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's expressed uh, articulated a figure of about uh, 50, 51, between fifty one and fifty four. The others are coalition partners. He's maneuvered around getting set is basically satisfying coalition coalition members. So the defense minister has been changed. Another minister uh, taken uh, taken up that spot. Um, he's tried to appease the public by removing Ling Stucky as treasury minister and taking over as treasury minister. Uh, the United Resource Party uh, that belongs to William Duma has been given uh, a, a few portfolios or moved from one portfolio to another. So, yeah, a lot of political movement to shore up the numbers to satisfy coalition partners and and appease the public, basically.